When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, Harmontown is now in session. Please welcome the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for last-minute comptrolling. Oh, thank you for having me, Dan. <laughs> you're, you're, you're old hat at this now. Like, I you... love comptrolling. It's like my uh, favorite thing. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't even hear that you called my name. I uh, thought people were just excited that the show was happening. <laughs> I, I, usually, I, I usually wait to see if they're excited to, uh, for me to be here. Yeah, please welcome... Uh... <laughs> this fucking guy. BJ Black. So it's, uh, this fucking guy is here too. From Castle Wolfenstein. Uh, oh yeah, that's what Hitler wanted us to look like. Yeah. That's a huge compliment. Like, that's, do, do not take that the wrong it way. It is. You are it, very handsome. You're very handsome. You look like Duke Nukem. <laughs> that is, yeah. Did you know that Duke Nukem is related to B.J. Blaskowitz from the... What? No way! Yeah. Are you serious? They're in the in the canon of video game stuff. Okay. This is very deep. This All right. Is, yeah. I just want to say a couple of things. Yeah. Just a couple of things. Great. So we can keep the bullet train moving. Uh, you, you, the San Diego thing we talked about last week. So uh, the sexual harassment, the cosplay thing. Yes. And I don't think we touched upon it last week. I don't know if it was a thing last week. It's the touched upon it there. No, we touched upon it a yeah. lot. Wait, is that your joke? Is yeah, the yeah, audience? yeah. Their small minds it's are very that, easily... It's that kind of dot connecting that makes sexual harassment happen. You guys are worse than sexual harassers. <laughs> if you, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if we mentioned the young lady who's become the poster child of cosplays. She got... Well, and, she, it, we thought that she'd gotten attacked. And I don't, and I kind of want to sidestep, like, because I, I don't. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, like whether yeah. or not she, I, I don't know what that, because let other podcasts talk about that. I just, I only narcissistically wanted to talk about that incident for one reason, which is that there was this one article, and I can't remember what publication it was, but it, uh, one of the Rick and Morty writers pulled it up and said, uh, there's this huge article about cosplay and sexual assault and harassment, a terrible article outlining the, outlining the whole thing and terrible dark darkness, darkness, cosplay, sexual assault, cosplay, sexual assault, cosplay, sexual assault. And at the bottom of the article, there's just kind of the equivalent of some stock photography of some people cosplaying. It's, it, was the, it was the couple that dressed as the, Mr. Meeseeks at the... <laughs> so I... I no such thing as bad press. It's just great to have stuff out there. 
You can't control how it gets out there. It was the weirdest sensation of my life because I'm, I'm like, I'm a nerd, and this girl got hurt, or didn't she, or whatever. We're talking about the, the, like this thing. It's like, oh shit, that's gonna that's gonna pump us up like 1.7. <laughs> All right, there's a uh, Frank. I don't think that's his name. Nope. It's not. A guy just ran out with the vodka bucket. People are just running out on stage this show. Day late, dollar short. Uh, okay, there was a homeless guy in the Starburns parking lot, uh, apparently, and uh, I was really bummed out because I was working late at Starburns, the animation studio, and I, uh, I, uh, our writer's assistant, Adam, got a call from a PA who said... I walked out, there was a guy, he's parked on this spot, and he's got a blanket over him, and I don't know what's going on, so I called the non-emergency police line. Which is for, is it 311? Uh, I don't know, 910? Okay. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> yeah, just, it's not quite 911. Yeah, right. Back it off. 91 less than 1. Uh, and I was like, okay, I guess that's, I don't know. And I, we walked out the back, and there were three squad cars, and there was a homeless kid who obviously just wanted a safe place to sleep, and I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I just, and I'm living with that, and I thought if I said it to these kids, I could somehow gain some. You're not going to get to him, though, this message, because he probably doesn't listen to podcasts. No, his life is probably fucking ruined now. <laughs> he, he, he maybe could have, with one night's safe sleep, in my parking Turned lot. Turned it around? He could have fucking, like, gained a foothold. And I came down on him like a fucking... Like, I didn't even know I was doing it. So I'm, a, I'm part of the problem. All right. Enough of that. Wedding planning is fun. Is it? Some of these segues are rough, dude. When you, when, you, when you wedding plan, you get to make a whole list of all the people you've ever known in your entire life and do nothing with the person you love but talk shit about all of them. It's almost worth, it's almost worth getting married. Even if you don't really love someone, I recommend getting married because there's so much shit you could get, get to do. Like, like, I, just like deciding, like, ah, I don't know these people. This is just fun. It's a fun activity to just make a list of everyone you've ever known in your whole life and be like, meh, fuck them. That right. is, that does have to be satisfying. All right. Then there's a bunch of shit I wrote while I was high at Sarah Silverman's party. This is, this is serious warning shit. This serious is, warning shit? Well, like, like, this is symptomatic. Oh, shit. What did I? All right. I'm reading my uh, Evernote notepad. This is when I was at a uh, party of a friend of ours on a rooftop overlooking Los Angeles. This is what I typed into my notepad. Yeah. For you kids, should, should I get high, Dan? I don't know. Do you want to think like this? <laughs> this is, I won't, I'm, not cutting, I'm not cutting any corners. I'm not sanding any edges. This is what I wrote. Hydrophilic and hydrophobic. Duality between being good at being between people and being good at being between people and whatever is beyond. <laughs> This should just, it should just say, don't smoke pot. This is a PSA. Yeah. Please read that again. Next, <laughs> please. Really? I want to try and make sense of it. Hydrophilic and hydrophobic. Okay. Duality between. I'm, I'm being, on board so far. Being, being good at being between people. I just left. I think I know what I meant. I can tell you what I meant. And being good at being 
So one side is being uh, good at being between people. The other side is being good at being between people and whatever is beyond. So you're either the... Oh, you're a people person or not. You're either the membrane of a cell or you're the endoplasmic reticulum. And you you didn't feel like the membrane last night. I was a membrane because I was out on the fucking rail. I was like looking out over LA and I was like, yeah, entourage, motherfucker. I I don't know what happened to me. One of the guys from entourage was there. Probably. No, he was. Okay. I saw him. And you were there, and I didn't see you. But a guy from Futurama... We did. We spoke for a while. (laughs) I, earlier tonight, apologized to you for walking away from you, and you must have thought I was a crazy person because you don't remember talking to me at all. There were people walking up to me all night. I was up against the rail. There were people constantly walking up to me and saying the nicest things to me and I would talk for five minutes, and then they would go, okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna go talk to Bill Maher. Like they, I, I was Charles Manson at that party. I was just, I'm not bragging. All right. It didn't sound like a brag thing. I was Charles Manson. I don't want to to toot my own horn, but. I may or may not have rallied some profligate youth into a few homicidal sprees. (laughs) Uh, Here's the other paragraph I wrote. And then I have a little birthday present for you. I know it's not your birthday, but you're getting older like all of us. Is that the present? Reminder of mortality. This is the next paragraph I wrote. Well, I'm very excited. Well, well, like the girl in the cold open of Lethal Weapon 1, I, I was like fucking over a rail to the point where people were tweeting, I think Dan Harmon is going to kill himself tonight. Uh, I'm flattered. The, uh, I wrote this into my Evernote pad. A, qu- a question of significance, period. A topographic map of significance, period. Everything has an attribute, comma. Every attribute is numerical. That means every society has a weighted numerical amount of significance, and every element of that society is significant to the extent that it affects the significance of that society. Good morning, Sober Dan. You have one message from Hi, Dan. Uh, I gotta say, for some reason, that sounded racist to me. Really? You think the bottom line of that is yeah, don't trust like, black you, people? You're gonna use that to justify some shit. <laughs> All right. So uh, I have a spe- I have a special present for you. Yeah. I know you love music. I, yeah. I know you love. I know you love fame. I love fame. I love music. Those do are my favorite things. Do you love? <laughs> do you, I want you to. I want you to tell me, Dan. You can't have famous people at Harmontown. This isn't a show for famous people to come out. No, this isn't a show for famous people to come out. Challenge me, challenge me. There's no way you have anybody huge on the show tonight. Fuck you! Tenacious D, get out here! He's more than a man, he's a shiny golden god If you think it's time to fucking rock 
and fucking roll out of control. Well, then you know you got to rock the block. You fucking sock my fucking cock. Cause when you rule, you fucking school all of the fools out of their jewels. Cause if you think it's time to, if you think it's time to, if you think it's time to fucking rock, he is going to kick your fucking ass. And you know his name is Kyle Gas. Rocking and fucking rolling and fucking rocking and fucking rolling and fucking rolling. There's probably some stuff, if you're fans of theirs, you should probably... You might want to know about some stuff they're doing, I think. And I, I don't quite know what it is. Festival Supreme. Yeah, festivalsupreme.com. They're doing this festival on October 25th, downtown L.A., Amazing people are on it. Obviously, those guys are on it. Um, I'm on it, but like, there's like huge, huge, awesome people on it, and I can't think of one person right now. Do you know when it is? How they can see it? What it October, is? Com.org. It's October. I just said all that, but I, I'll say it again. Uh, I'm, I'm drunk. October, October 25th. Go to festivalsupreme.com. Get tickets. It's downtown LA. Uh, it's a huge, huge, amazing festival. Like uh, Fred Armisen's doing something. Bill Hader is doing something. The Workaholics guys are going to be there. Are like, you? I am. I'm going. Yes, I will okay. be there. We spoke last night. Um, <laughs> um, it's, it's. I was this close to jumping down. You aren't. You didn't. You didn't really consider. I, that, I right? think about it sometimes. I did. Bill Mark. I, I, I met Bill Maher last night and I literally got tongue-tied. I, he said hi to me and I, I couldn't get the words out because I'm so scared of him. Because you, you were afraid you're going to be like, you're a fucking dick. No comment. I was just very intimidated. By I him. admire him too. I, I, he's a very distinct face and I saw Bill Maher hanging out. Yeah. And probably he doesn't care that I mentioned that he was smoking a joint like it was it's just such a weird no, like, it's it just walking around a party I was like Bill Maher it's, it's weird to see a famous face hey Kumail do you think do you, would you liken me to like a star fucker do, you, no, do you think no dude there's no stars I mean Tenacious D that was a fucking fluke. do you think that this show is suffering because it has celebrities is that what you think no no I so like... you just want to hang out and talk to me you don't think that famous people coming up on the show is important I think it really sells the show out so I hope you have nobody else is famous fuck you Dana Carvey's here <laughs> fuck you isn't that fucking special yeah <laughs> could it be Satan <laughs> you bitches <laughs> I'm trying to get hip where do I sit is that, uh, you sit anywhere you There's want. There's a mic for every chair. Thank you, you very much. I, uh, this is in the way. What yeah, do well, I do? you can... Oh. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming. I uh, And Dan Harmon. Thank you. Thank you. Camille. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, 
I just want, could we, could you guys get a little closer? Is there any way to get them a little closer? Because I don't feel as connected as I would with them that far away. Is there any way to scooch up just a little bit? You're used to the SNL days where they were in a, like a hyperbaric The SNL days? What are you saying, Dan? Orbiting a, like, space shuttle and then your stages would rotate. It was, it was nothing. You'd be sitting in a chair like this and then there'd be like five seconds and then the red light would come on and you knew there were 20 million people and the cue cards were not properly placed and you had to improvise are you nervous yet what what, what year did you start it was 1947 <laughs> that was the, how do i look this good no <laughs> you 80, look fucking I, great i don't uh, want to be that guy i but think you i love you amazing. no i was 86 86 so, so when i was uh when i was a kid when i i, th- I talked to people i've had I've been fortunate enough to have a career path where i have mm-hmm. friends who have written on SNL and have been on SNL. Yeah. And it's like, okay, institutional comedy is stupid and bullshit. Why, right. Why, why would, how could that ever be funny? Yes. And then at the same time, it's like, holy shit, and walking down the halls, or there's a poster of, uh, there's a, John right. Belushi's headshot is on the wall, et cetera. So, and, and SNL has endured. It's the only comedic institution that we have in this country that's lasted as long as it has. Well, what I did does seem very old-fashioned now. And it did become, when I did the show in 96 with... Uh, Stephen Colbert and Steve Carell. You guys familiar? Um, the Dana Carvey sketch show. By that point, we thought it... I, I discovered that it was really considered corny and hack to have a character with a catchphrase that you would repeat, you know? But they're hard to come by. Right. I mean, well, isn't that special? My God. <laughs> no, and you... you yeah, once you fucking resonate, you don't, you don't back away from that. You, no. You, 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 you are a people pleaser. Like, you want... I want to destroy the audience. <laughs> I, I need to have... I, you know, but condescension is still funny to me, even though the character is so hacky, a guy in drag, and notice it was, you know, it was, I didn't have fake tits or anything. First of all, it's not hacky. It was very specific, and it's, uh, it's still very, very funny. Well, 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 that's easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> My boner just started. But con- <laughs> condescension is funny, and she's the ultimate patronizing. It starts with we. We like ourselves, don't we, Dan? <laughs> We did a show called Community. <laughs> now it's on a thing called Yahoo. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a, it's a sausage factory that you can work through any attitude. I realized later that I am passive-aggressive, a nice passive-aggressive guy, and a lot of my characters were just passive-aggressive. You know, so like uh, Hans and Franz, same thing. They're they're, they're pa- explain how Hans and Franz are passive aggressive. Like, well, first of all, when we did them, you know, obviously it was born on Arnold and this and that. Kevin and I were touring with Dennis Miller, so we saw Arnold on TV, and we loved how he was. He always wins, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everything is organized. So this is what he said. You know, you're on the road and you, you get to a hotel. I'm just quoting. You, you, I, I know, I do the voice. It's fun. I can do it. They're happy. I'm happy. All right. Um, you, you do the stairs. You break a light sweat and you, you take a light shower and you, you, you put on a light white cotton shirt and, and you're ready for the evening. And we thought that was so cool. We repeated it for weeks and weeks. And then we came up with the sort of mentally deficient cousins. And when we first came out with the padding, the audience expected us to be super strong and lift up. And they soon found out 
We were never going to lift weights. We were paranoid and delusional, and we were fighting imaginary enemies. We were just, just like, stoked about fitness. Yeah, if you don't think, yeah, but we were, there was that imaginary enemy. If you doubt us, if you think that we are not properly pumped up men, we could you know, stretch the flab of your back into the shape of a ladder, and you could crawl back down in the sewer, because that's where losers live. So that was the whole... So it had a cartoon artifice. I never connected the dot that the church lady and Hans and Franz, they're, that's, that's yeah. the thing they have in common is that they're, they're inactive. They are they never passive really, aggressive. Yeah, and, and they, I am developing a church lady Hans and Franz cartoon adventure movie. Um, I had a booth at Comic-Con. And, uh, no, okay. <laughs> Camille, why so quiet? My <laughs> teeth are vibrating from excitement. <laughs> I fucking love you. Camille, did Let you... Let me tell you, man. Let me. <laughs> you are something very special, my friend. Um, yeah. So anyway, that was that. You're sitting Scoots over there with doesn't... your thing. I, 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 it's I, fun I, to do. I, I, I I too. Everyone you. does it. You're all. Of your, all of your impressions are. Everyone flocks to do them. You're. No one knew how to do an impression of George Bush until you did it. Mm-hmm. I. I went to school the next day. I. I told you uh, backstage, like I. I was in sophomore year. I remember I could tell you the color of the walls. I could tell you what was on the, the jock straps on the floor. <laughs> when I gained respect from the guys that would have otherwise been beating me up uh, because I did my air, huge air quotes, my impression of Jimmy Stewart. Oh, Jimmy Stewart! I thought you were going because for I had Bush. watched Let SNL me hear that. And, and you had done your as I, 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 and then the jocks would go like, "Hey, Harmon, do do Jimmy Stewart." They don't know who the <laughs> fuck Jimmy Stewart is. Neither did I. <laughs> right. I knew that you. But did you'd it. So, seen it's a wonderful life, so, right? Like, no, not no. Really. Okay, absolutely so not. So can we hear your version? So I would go, "Oh, also, I can't get my locker open." Now <laughs> uh, you do yours. I worked that thing for 20 years. There's nothing funnier and a visceral comic sense than Jimmy Stewart swearing. So my first bit ever in the 70s in college, I, you know, doing stand-up in these shitbox clubs, something familiar. Anyway, I, uh, I'm doing William Shatner. Anyway, it was like Jimmy Stewart as a waiter. Be like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so do you know what you want to order? <laughs> Because you want to go slow and kind of, yeah, so, so, you, so, so you don't know what you want to order. Yeah, so you're, you're going you're gonna to make me wait. Yeah. Well, well, fuck you. It's always funny, right? It's, it's only funny when you do it. And I, I mean, I, I, well, you did a million of those things, and like we fucking stood on your shoulders. I would go to high school every day, and I would be the funny guy in high school because I did impressions of your impressions. Uh, well, I, I copied Jimmy Carter from Dan Aykroyd. I used to record it on the TV and stuff. But yeah. you know, because a lot of times I didn't. What have... was your relationship with SNL when you were uh, like? How old were you? Well, I in... was. 1975 was that when he SNL didn't know basis but I was uh, <laughs> don't no. ask don't tell but. why is this white <laughs> I need some pepper <laughs> um, no I was 20 <laughs> I was 21 22 23 24 whatever and it was this new show it was a variety it was show a for new, hippies and they were badass pirates to me you know John Belushi and Bill Murray and 
those guys, uh, they would beat you up or make you laugh, you know? So I was completely in awe of the show, and I auditioned for it three times for you guys out there and women who were trying to get on the show. Meaning that two times you went out there to New York, you stood on a stage in front of, no. and I've talked to people, no? No, mine was one of the worst ever. Get this, okay? The Comedy Store. Saturday Night Live people are out there. It's like 84, two years before I got the show. One comic after another, no MC, just and now somebody. So at midnight, this comedian named Sam Kennison goes up. In his prime, who I thought was maybe the best stand-up ever, arguably the best stand-up ever, destroys, dismantles, levitates the room. I'm off the side, and now it's Dana Frunkham with somebody, you know. <laughs> I go up, I'm going, isn't that special? Then that dead <laughs> silence. I'll never be on Saturday Night Live. I'm an asshole. You were just, just going around back oh, yeah. then. Isn't that special? I had yeah, five minutn'ts. <laughs> special. Isn't everything special? Isn't that special? Isn't that yeah. special? I don't know. And when, then is, in, when are people going to realize how special everything is? In desperation, I went, well, well fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I still didn't get the show. So I didn't, you know. So, what, but but you, uh, so you 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 stopped me in the middle of that. Like, yeah. so you so you go out when you audition for new for SNL. Right. You go out to New York. You go out on a stage. There is absolutely no, uh, from what I've heard. Right. Uh, there are eight people sitting in the back of a dark room. Yes. They are instructed not to laugh. Um, yes. There are video cameras pointed at you everywhere, and yes. you know because you've walked past the writer's room on your way to the audition, you fully know that there is a feed to the writer's room. You can see <laughs> that there is a room full of sarcastic, right. snarky writers yes. who are watching every audition in their own room. You you walk past that reality and walk out onto a dark stage yes. under and, a thrust. And Lauren, I realized later, wanted to test you because I'm bombing out there. I was doing chopping broccoli on the piano and doing these things and then there was a pause it was Lauren and like Nora Dunn and three other people and Lauren said um do you have any anything else that we could see is there anything that, or, or, or are you just gonna do that and I realized are you just gonna keep chopping broccoli uh, is that it? it isn't the broccoli chopped at this point at this How point I would you think you fucking could, uh, chop broccoli I'd say the broccoli would be diced at this point <laughs> yeah, so. So it's like he was testing to see when the red light went on if you wouldn't just go, you know. Like but meltdown. The, what do you mean by that, though, really? Like, well, literally, well, the, the meltdown wouldn't be so much that you just cry and go off. But it would be that you would stumble bum because they're flipping credit, he was, uh, credit they, cards. They, they, they were <laughs> vetting for people who were good at auditioning as opposed to people who could be part of a live Yeah, you, you know, the show. first three years, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you, you see uh, how people go out there. You don't really know. The, it's in the cards. You don't know your lines. The show's under rehearse. You don't want to look like you're reading the cue card. So, like, if I was doing a scene with you and it's like, hey, let's go get some milk, I know there's a card over there. So I didn't want to just do the, the right. split thing. God forbid. Get, get, so I'd go, uh, let's go for milk. And then I would kind of look over there for my next line, right. grab it, and come <laughs> back, you know. And Phil Hartman was the best at that. They were, so, so, well, they, but they weren't testing God for that in, their, in the audition, were they? Did, no, well, you, let me back up one story that's a little interesting. So I auditioned at the comedy store in the improv. I always bombed. I didn't get SNL. It came around again in 86. Rosie O'Donnell was playing Igby's on the west side, 100-seat club, kind of like this, small. I called, I didn't know Rosie, but I said, can I go to, can I go there and audition for the show? Because Lauren Michaels was going to see me. So she allowed me to come in and do like 40 minutes in a room like this. And Lauren showed up. Remember, I'm not on TV. I'm scared. Saturday Night Live. With Cher. 
and the president of the network at the time. So it's just like, I was just so scared and so nervous, but it was a regular audience like this, I did okay. That really helped me get the show. Did you talk to Cher? No, I never really liked her. <laughs> so you probably no, I, don't have like a really good share impression. Uh, no, I never worked on share. It's, Here, it's, do you want to hear mine? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. It's you based on this, someone right? else's. Uh, Half breed. <laughs> oh yeah. Half breed. Oh, so you, can't, you, you can't have a share impression. Oh, without oh. Do you want me to Christmas hear Christmas lights? How about Jimmy Jimmy Stewart explains the banking crisis? Because all I ever knew about banking was from It's a Wonderful Life. Mr. Potter, there's a run on the bank, you know, kind of thing. So here's what they did, see? You see, Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs, see? They, they took the bad mortgages and they packaged them into an investment vehicle, kind of like a security, see? Yeah. And then they got Moody to put four stars on them and S&P, you know, and they sold them to investors, but they knew they were bad. <laughs> So they did a thing, they shorted them, see? So they bet against them while they sold them. So if they lose, they win. If they win, they win. <laughs> and you know, they put together, well, fuck you. Okay, now... This is uh, the first time... Making Jimmy Stewart contemporary. This is the first time I've understood the housing crisis. I never fucking paid attention. You know but what? now I'm like, those fuckers... It really is kind of that simple. It feels like you're in a taking request mode, so I... I I'll, I'll I do just, and say whatever. I'm not going to make you do anything. I'll do and say whatever. But I would only say that it would be interesting to hear what would happen if Ted Kennedy... <laughs> Ted Kennedy? <laughs> when I return, Mary Jo and the car were gone. If Ted Kennedy, Ted Kennedy. Got, got into a hotel room and found out that... Kirk Douglas had the same hotel room and that they because they both the hotel was overbooked well, can I do they it were, with Burt Lancaster I have okay alright Burt Lancaster is there Burt too Lan I did a movie with Burt Lancaster and Kirk Douglas <laughs> years later I learned to do them and I don't really like blue humor in the sense of anal penetration and jizz okay I hate that but I like the old fashioned vernacular applied to sexual situations so this is Burt Lancaster and Kirk Douglas two male macho superstar icons as lovers here we go <clears throat> this is what made John Lovitz throw up in a parking lot <laughs> uh, meaning uh, he told me that, sorry, that, that, that yeah. you mean because he was laughing so, so hard. hard not yeah. to pat yourself on the yeah. back but uh, yeah no, no. John Lovitz fucking that John loves this, this okay. so it's Burt Lancaster Kirk Douglas <laughs> Um, I want you. I want you very bad. It doesn't mean we're gay. We're two men having fun. <laughs> I'm inside you now. I want you inside me. And I need you. I want all of it. And I don't want just a stem. I want it all. All right, son, slow down. Don't keep bucking around like that. You keep bucking around like that, I gotta pull out and splooge all over your backside. It's the poetry of uh, Can't do this on Fallon. <laughs>
But you did, uh, love Jimmy though. You did Chopping Broccoli on Fallon, and fucking everyone went, went wild because Chopping Broccoli is the comedic version of Dancing in the Dark. Like you are, you are, you are the Bruce Springsteen of comedy. Well, it was Jimmy's idea to do it with an orchestra this last time. I don't know if he saw it, but I only did it once on SNL, and I did it the very first show. Right before the end. You did it in your stand-up special, right? And That's then what I, I did first saw it. Yeah. yeah, but I only did it once on SNL. Um, so uh, I don't know why it resonated. It's so stupid. I think there's that... a ton of people in this pro- audience probably. I think the median age is probably 25. And I think that probably, yeah. without doing a lot of math, I think that puts them around the age. When I was 10 years old, Martin Short was like, yeah. that's how I learned about comedy. I think the irony is that actually in SNL terms, Lauren Michaels wasn't even there. Those were the Ebersol years. No, not, not, not that year. I but, love the Martin But I was Short. like, holy shit, guess. Martin yeah. Short is the fucking... And I would just go to grade school and I would do... Uh, At Grimley? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. And I would do everything that Martin Short did. That's I, 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 And it, my hackness right. extended to high school. I was still... I and mean, then I was doing <laughs> you. I was going, oh, I'm in Jimmy Stewart. Can I go... Right. Can I be on a date with you? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> not gonna do it. I'm not gonna... Ju- At this juncture, will you be on a date with me? And it, it, was, it was all Did you, you do, John? Travolta or Robin Leach? Did you do some of the other seven? I'm Robin Leach. They're all. I want a. I want a. I want a Christmas tree with lights. I'm. I'm Robin Leach, and I'm yelling, and I don't know why. Now that is really an '80s reference. I'm Robin Leach, and I. It's a wonderful life, and I'm gonna pump you up. <laughs> that, I would just do that. It's um, very good. Let me tell you, this is Regis' film, but I'm 87 years of age. I love Regis. I love what you have going on here, Dan Slavitt, or whatever your name is, Danny Fluffer. And Farnell, you're terrific, whatever you do. Carmel! When you get your green card, you can call me. You're terrific. Anyway, I love you all. You're Comic-Con people. It's a wonderful rhythm to do. You just you take Groucho Marx and slow it down. You know, pick a singer one and divide a dakabangu. Pick a singer one and divide a dakabangu. Pick a singer one and divide a dakabangu. He's doing Groucho with a nasal a little bit faster. So hopefully kids are enjoying these. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Do it. I don't want to keep yours better. How did you? No, mine are great. Mine are great. Can I ask you a question? When did you know you could do impressions? I feel like there's a certain certain people are just good at them, and certain people are just bad at them. And in the good part, obviously, some people are better than others. You're fantastic. When did you realize you could do that? Uh, That I could alter my voice. Literally, really, it was when um, we had a uh, uh, the Beatles came on Ed Sullivan. I was nine years old. And we had a Collier's Encyclopedia LP uh, where the Beatles were being interviewed. So the first altering of my voice when I was nine years old, and I had three older brothers and a younger sister, was I was able, I was able, you know, and I'll do, I'll do the bit, you know, it's like I go out to my mom, you know, after the Beatles are on, I go, hello, mom, do you think I could get me some pancakes? You know? It's like a very musical. Yeah. So that was the first voice. You've been getting fucking pancakes ever since, huh? Pancakes, you know. And it's still... You know, I do these for myself sometimes. I mean, it's very comforting to be in this persona. You know, it's very... Here we are, you have a little gooby-gooby. You know. I mean, it's, it's very... Because McCartney is the most humble genius in the world, you know. He, he won't go, he, you go, Paul, I just want to say, you're so, you, know, you know, I, you know, we did some plunkers, you know. <laughs> John would get a guitar and we'd face each other and we're plunking, you know. And I'm looking at him, he's looking at me and we're plunking away. 
And that's how we came up with Abbey Road. <laughs> but it's a comfortable. Yeah. And I do it for myself. This is not a joke. I, George Bush Sr., that robotic monosyllabic thing is comforting for me because I tend to tend toward anxiety. But like I, he would say, he'd go, well, Camille, there, sidekick, nice mic, quick-witted audience there, just sodas, comic area, Dan, Dan Harmon, writer, superb, community, Yahoo, money. Uh, it's just... We can just say thank you, Dana Carvey, for coming, or you can hang out all night, as far as I'm concerned. But probably have peaked already. But I'll, I'll, <laughs> do they have any requests? I'll do one more. <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. He's, he's taking requests. There's well, a, well, well. A hand we raised throat. our hand very quickly. Garth. Yeah. Oh, Garth. Yeah, people. These people grew up on Garth. Well, I'll tell you uh, quickly. Um, Garth. Uh, Mike, uh, the brilliant Mike Myers came in with, uh, with Wayne and then he asked me to be his sidekick. He said his name is Garth, That's what he, and he digs Wayne. And I saw, that he, <laughs> I saw that he had brown hair, so I remember I went through the makeup area and I saw I could do a blonde wig and I could uh, wear those kind of Peter Seller glasses. And then I didn't really have a construct for the surfer dude nerd, like, what are you doing? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Which is, we'll do it, uh, how I ruin Wayne's World 2, we can do next time. But, uh, wait, you, you, by bad makeup and pushing too hard, yeah. I yeah. Th- wait, wait, what, what, you, I'll did you, you produce Wayne's World 2? Do you, why would you take, uh, well, why would you feel guilty well, about I was, Wayne's World 2? I was 38, and there was a line in the, in the movie that Garth just, Garth just got pubes, you know, so. <laughs> and I'm 38 playing the character, and so the edict was, we gotta cover my five o'clock shadow. I'm not Richard Nixon, but if you watch the first movie, I have very light makeup. So they tried to cover my five o'clock shadow, and by the time they did that, then they caked it on. So I'm, I look orange, I look like an orange Betty Davis in the second movie. <laughs> And then my performance. But anyway. But what does that have to do with you? you, This is what's fascinating to me about you. Right. Your self-effacement, your self-awareness, your accountability. Right. In the face of being a fucking icon who is this guy who does it. Like, like I... Jim Carrey hasn't come out here yet, but I, I, I think I think there's a kind of archetype that we have in our heads. Where we're like, oh, this guy that comes out and makes everybody happy is this clown. Uh, but you're right. so smart and so humble and so almost to the point of like you say stuff like no, that. No, there you, was really good stuff that I liked that I did here and there but most of it was uh, disappointing. How could that possibly be your fault? What, what, how, like, what, what, what was your role um, in Wayne's World 2 aside from Garth? Your job was to show up and play I, Garth. Look, in the first movie I mean I, did, I trusted the rhythm in the first movie based on my brother my brother Brad who does I took the rhythm from my brother, we could, he would love to come on this podcast. He's in L.A. He's uh, welcome to. He's great, uh, and he had this rhythm, and this was the best rhythm of Garth. <laughs> you know, that was the goal, and I did it mostly in the first movie, and then the second movie. You know, it just became more cartoony, and I just lost that thread, and I was pushing. And uh, you blame yourself for ye- fucking Wayne's yes, World Two? I do. I fucked Wayne's World Two. I did. Yeah. You're insane. I am orange. I am orange, and I'm pushing, and I'm mugging. But 
in the first movie, I had some very nice moments where I stayed in this rhythm. I did, and this was the core of Garth. And I look at it and I go, what the fuck happened to me that I pushed in the second movie? Maybe it was the, will you, will you the money. I, I, know you, I know you said you, in the green room you're, you're sleepy. Can you, can you, will you stay for just a little bit? Sure, yeah. Can, we're, can I, what, can I, I don't have a life. Yeah. Can I bring my... Uh, uh, from Hollywood, California, oh. Meltdown Comics, Harmontown. Oh, Jeff, Jeff. And now in session. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. Oh, Jeff. 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 Let's start this fucker. Jeff. What? Jack, we, I imagine you driving here, reading Twitter, and being like, what the fuck is going on? Tenacious D? Wait, wait, Dana what, Carvey? Wait, Tenacious D with her? Yeah. Oh, shit, Dana Carvey, hello. <laughs> Jeff, we started without you. Uh, now, what I was going to say is... I overslept. I set my alarm for the wrong... Uh, I, I set my alarm for a.m. instead of p.m. <laughs> It, can, it, it happens to podcasters, yeah. too. Yeah, it's okay. You, you're not taking uh, blame for that, and he's blaming himself for Wage, Wage World 2. That's why I wanted to bring out my fiancé, my 29-year-old fiancé, Erin McGaffey, Aaron so that McGaffey. she could talk to... Before you leave, Dana, I wanted you to talk to the, the love of my life. But because that that's insane hearing that like the the, the your, your self-deprecation it's it's too far it's no, too much I, I, I there was good things I did I, that's just a bald face <laughs> fact that I destroyed Wentz World you, 2 <laughs> it was listen here's the example the, this is not my fault is this okay. what Mike Myers has been telling you Dana no. <laughs> yeah does he call you and leave Mike was don't let him push you around no Mike Mike was consistent I, I was Mike but, was consistent here's a story okay look if you budget something they're gonna spend the budget so the first movie we had 12 million in 36 days so we're on the car and he goes yeah she's a babe and i go yeah if she was a president she'd be abraham lincoln right <laughs> so we get so we make fun of corporate profiteering you know we hold up the stuff meanwhile paramount's yeah. paying us never mind the second movie we have a 40 million dollar budget and so wayne and gar suddenly have a loft that is a $500,000 law. I remember walking into it and go, what? The, what happened to the humble little set? You but know? Did you, did so everything you, got blown up. Did you write the movie? Um, I basically, and another thing I regret, I, I did the arc of with Kim Basinger. I did the... the yeah, but uh, you did you write the yeah, movie? Not, not the movie per se, but the Garth, uh, the Garth parts for the most part. Dana Carvey? <laughs> what? You have never done anything wrong, ever. <laughs> Oh no! You well, need to understand well, that. Have... You, no, need to, first... you need to understand that you have never done anything wrong. No, the first one was really good. I mean, it, it, it did uh, inflation adjusted like 275 million. People... Not that I checked. So these Dana things. Carvey, inflation Dana... adjusted. Dana Carvey, why do you think? Um... <laughs> Can we just call him Dana? No, right, Dana, Carvey. Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. Why? Um, Dana... why yes. What, what was it? So you went in the. Did it? Why did it feel different making that movie? You said it's a bigger budget. Uh, it was a bigger budget. Uh, my face was orange. Um, we, um, you know, I think that. Look, I mean, the first time we were on the car, we had an hour to shoot that. You know, Babe Abraham Lincoln. Mike's laughing. I'm laughing. It's just like, you know, almost in one take. Then the second time, we had two full days to shoot us hanging out on the car with like 55 takes of different camera angles. 
So it, you tend to get bored and you tend to push, you know? I mean, that's all. That, that just yeah. happened to me. I don't are you think looking back on did. Wayne's World 2 as being some kind of point where you think... Do, are you thinking no. that you did something wrong on that No, movie? no, I don't think I did anything wrong. I just... I did. I, my instincts were a little off on that one, but they were spot on in the first one. So may, one out of two I, ain't bad. May I? I can't. Is this gonna? I have to apologize. It's gonna no, be no, no. I, I think it's is, important to have the I, conversation. We've never. I've never well, there's many, many other regrets I have. So. <laughs> what's what's that, baby? I, I can't handle this show emotionally. I'm losing my fucking mind. I like. I uh, my hero. I I just. Uh, I can't deal. She loves there Mike Myers. <laughs> I, I, lo- I do too. Story. She loves Burt Lancaster. Um, Such a thrill. I have had the opportunity to meet many famous people. I can't. So. <laughs> Um, there were, I, I'm not completely. It's not like uh, there, I will there start stuff crying. that I liked. I, mean, I love uh, Massive Heaven when Harry. I love the McLaughlin reports. <laughs> I love the Carsons I did with Phil. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I, I did like, and I liked the first Wayne's World, but second one, I fucked it. I feel I, when I was in high school. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Dana, you know, backstage, I told you I, I really like you, and I said the words, I don't care about how you feel about this emotionally. I, don't, I know that I'm embarrassing you, but I like you so much. Um, Thank you. <laughs> you talked to my woman backstage? <laughs> I don't want to oh, derail yeah. the conversation. Please say you wrote a song. I really want you to break into song. Right I, uh, when I was in high school, I had a, a Yahoo email account. And after speaking with e- Dana... You had email in high school? I did. Wow. Yeah. She's a lot younger. <laughs> and I told Dana backstage that when, when his first HBO special came out in 95... Yeah. <laughs> I recorded it with my little uh, uh, tape player. Kids, there used to be these boxes with tape inside them. I recorded it, and me and my brother both had copies of it. And when we would walk to school, we would look at each other for two years. We would look at each other and be like, and go. And we would listen to Dana Carvey's special on the way to school together. And I went to, I was like, I feel like I may have written a, uh, diary. That, that all that makes me feel is like I wish I tried harder. <laughs> I think you tried really, I really hard. Do. I think huh? that I think that, I, 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 I I don't know what if she's queuing something up. I yeah, I don't want to derail her. No. But I, I the the overwhelming feeling I have when I hear you talk about yourself because I don't think you're fishing for it. I think you're a no, guy no, that no, worked no. really really hard from because we didn't even talk about the fact that you were on this Meg Ryan sitcom when you were like like our our public consciousness of you was like oh you. You were on SNL, and then you were in SNL, and then there were uh, our, our radar blips and stuff. But the, you were you worked your entire life. You tried to make people laugh the entire time, and you never stopped. And I don't. Well, I, I think that there's a million people that we look at publicly, and we go, uh, "Oh, that guy. Uh, he thought he was something, and then that's why he did this." I, I think it was like, like you were church lady, and you were Hans and Franz, and you were doing the shit, and then everyone loved you. America loved you. <laughs> Right. And then there were a couple movies where you were like with Nicolas Cage and you were going, hey, I'm a cat burglar. And it, it, it was, yeah, it was fine. Is it, is it uh, Blank Slate? Clean Tra- Trapped in Paradise. Clean yeah. Slate. Yeah. That movie's awesome. Clean Slate is a fucking great movie. Oh, man. Well, we'll t- I won't even go to there. But, yeah. 
I'll this, tell you what happened. The idea to me, that though. you're responsible for Range World Two not being as good as no. Range World One is it's fucking insane to me. That's so insane. It wasn't totally mine. I just was disappointed in my instincts. But what happened to me is I did not. I grew up very humble. Uh, you know, uh, dad was a high school teacher. Uh, five kids. So between eighty and eighty-six, when I was doing stand-up, I took everything they gave me, and because I had the reverse dumb blonde effect, like I had a little teen idol thing going. I had blonde hair and I had a real baby face, so no one yeah, I thought I was a com- <laughs> take it, take it. No one thought easy. I was a con. Yeah. I don't like where I'm like sitting either. Like a piece either. of bubble gum that can make children. But that's why I did all those straight roles. Although I will say, if I'm going to lose my fiance to anybody, can I read this? I would diary like it entry? to be Jenna Carmen. <laughs> uh, can we hear this? Is this real? It's real. It's real. Wow. It's from so my this Yahoo. This is like fan fiction. What is this? This is uh, with my Yahoo Mail account. I would email myself, and you guys have done this before. I like sent yourself. There's no need for you to shake your head so aggressively. I'm not really looking for people like you. I'm looking for other people that are like, yes. Uh, I don't need you to say no. I'm that, glad. I'm. I've, <laughs> I'm glad they're getting married because I, I have. I've just kind of got to know this dynamic, <laughs> and it seems like perfection. <laughs> it's really like. I, I yeah. do love you. Immediately jumped into couples counseling us upon meeting us after 30 seconds. Stubbornness is the key <laughs> to a long relationship. If both are stubborn, I hate you. You hate me, but I ain't quitting. You ain't quitting. Me. <laughs> With my Yahoo mail account, and I still do this with my current account, I'll mail myself uh, diary entries, basically. Just like, I'm angry about this thing. I like this thing. But I, I, I had a feeling that maybe I talked about Dana Carvey in one of these entries, and I searched his name in my Yahoo mail, and an email came up, and uh, it's very short, and I would like to read it. So this is you as a teenager... This is me. Uh, it's, it's, I feel it's like rough. this is your life or something. I'm, this is embarrassing. Go ahead. I want to I mean, hear it. it. Is, yeah. This uh, is you at what age do you uh, think? 2001, so six. 13 years ago. 16. But 16. six years after the special. Yes. Yeah. So you weren't old enough to do anything when 9-11 happened. <laughs> hey, none of us were. That's true. Everything changed. Everything changed. That's true. Good point, Camille. We were all children before then. We, all, we were all 16. America was 16. Yeah. We were only 16. Only 16. All right. <laughs> read it, read it. Okay, all right. What? What the fuck? Oh. It's my heart playing. Okay, I'm just, I, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. And I would only feel comfortable reading this on stage. With Dana Carvey. Sunshine. Subject, Dana Carvey. Subject, Dana Carvey. It's my fiance. I'm not going to, I'm just going to read, I'm saying this to myself because I'm going to read through this and I'm not going to editorialize because I will feel compelled to do so because I don't think I sound very smart. Just just present it and we'll, we'll judge it. Okay, it's very... <laughs> That's uh, 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 a tradition as old as time. There, until this moment, I haven't really felt that we are friends, but in this moment, I feel like we are friends. Just read it. It's going to be very sweet. Okay, it's very very short. It's very short. Okay. Very excited. Hello, older me. Oh, God. How are you? I'm okay, but I'm working, I'm working thought things. Can I judge you right now? No. 
It's very short. Here is personal and real thought. To be an artist. To be a comedic artist, in all caps. To mold, to mold thine artifice like clay to the noble end of create joy. To exhibit kindness in performance, absent of personal need. To be a clown, but not because you're scary or stupid, but because you sacrifice your pride for the audience's joy. To make people laugh, in all caps. This is what I, this is what is important. This is what I aspire to. This is what I promise. That's it, and it's by, about Dana Carvey. By the way, Dana Carvey. It was about me. Let's have a hand for Dana Carvey for coming out. let him know when you see him on the sidewalk that that nothing bad was ever his fault. All he ever wanted to do is make everyone happy. That's all he ever wanted. I think he succeeded. So you, so that email, that email was about, you wrote that about Dana Carvey? Yeah. You must not have seen Wayne's World too. <laughs> You know, he really fucked that movie up. Oh, God. Now that he's gone, holy oh. shit. I, I blame it all on Garth. Yeah. Wayne's World P.U., right? Yeah. I just wish it was Wayne's wor- World. And there was... Well, it was Wayne's World. But I mean, I, I just wanted more Wayne and less Garth. Let, let, let's bring out Tenacious D! <laughs> they're, no, they're not. No, okay. I gotta say, honestly... Uh, Je- uh, Jeff is... Jeff, is, yeah, Jeff you, you, you realize you got here late. What? We, we, did, we started the show without you. Not as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, the show started the moment I arrived. <laughs> Right? Uh, Am I right? That is not true. Tenacious D was here. Fuck Tenacious D. They left. Um, it's all, honestly very inspiring to hear him talk like that, being as you know done so much amazing stuff as he has, and that he still has. I fucking love that guy so much. I, I, yeah. I, I it's not. It's, it's like like we had. You know, I don't know. People come traipsing out here. Wait, is there music playing? Yeah, the there's car? music playing. Uh, the, Are you still at home, Jeff? <laughs> I had a great I, nap. I, for real, I'm in such a euphoric state. I thought that was just in my head. <laughs> for Foxy. real. There is you, no... You don't... Like, like it's, it's, a, it's a really big deal. Yeah, it's huge. For me... I'm not I, articulating like, if, if, it. I don't think... Like, Martin Short... If Martin Short were ever to come by... Fuck come Martin up, Short. I think I would... I would, I would no, kinda no, like, not fuck him. I, I would go into a seizure because I wouldn't really him. quite Let's know how to handle him. it. But... Yeah. <laughs> But but like Dana, Dana Carvey represents like for me my adolescent years like it represents the idea that we've all had that all we want to do when we get up in the morning if the, there's those of us who decide I just want to write do makeup make chairs build build decks uh, design dump trucks act uh, stunt coordinate whatever I I want to make other people happy and and, and all it's his hard interviews, to make so many people laugh without hurting anybody right he's not a kumail as they say in the bed yeah 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 kumail kumail makes people laugh yes but at what price but, yeah so like, he's fucking it's a it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a sharp sword it's yeah a, like, like, it's kumail. the self-esteem of others is the price yeah i take no prisoners Kumail's material My is My first like, album is called Fuck You. I feel like when I'm laughing at Kumail, I'm laughing at, like... I'm laughing out of fear. I'm laughing at cripples when I'm laughing yeah. at Kumail. Like, because I'm like, oh, I hope Kumail place. doesn't beat me up. That's a big target for me. I really take on the cripples. Uh, I, think, 
I is th- triple th- still PC? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Listen to the word. Cripple? I would say that you're tough but fair on cripples. <laughs> hey. So, cri- cripple, but cripple just means your leg is hurt. It does. <laughs> it does. I, I, and, my, you know. my best friend's in the audience. She's a cripple. Kimber Hall. She's a cripple? She, her leg is hurt. Well, she, she, I, she sprained her ankle partying. She's a cripple. Yeah, you can't yeah, get on your knees not... and say you're a midget. Wait, oh, I, I, I see. There's crutches, there's crutches on the side of the wall here. Yeah, that's, no, but that's... do people identify themselves as so cripple? I'm sorry. So I don't think anybody a PC cripple. Kimber, are you a cripple? No. <laughs> She's not. No because one would not. call and be like, hey, do you have an elevator? I'm a cripple. Nobody would say that. <laughs> but do you, you have say, a ramp? You would say, I'm crippled. No. no. I'm dis- but even C- if your Camille, leg is hurt? C- Camille, do- Camille. But if you're, okay, here's my question. Camille. If your leg is broken, you don't say, I'm disabled. You say, I'm crippled. I no. no. Not anymore. <laughs> All right, well. It's like midget. It was, it was okay for a while, and then it got sidelined. Like... You know, it's like it's um, a cripple well, became disabled. Uh, we I all learn something. That guy's leaving, but we know it's not because oh, he's offended because okay, he's, he's not, walking he's out. He's not limping away. He's what? He's he's abled. He's able-bodied. He's he's showing off. Let's bring up uh, professional linguist and physical ability expert Spencer Crittenden. <laughs> Hey guys. Hey Spencer. You're you're probably the youngest guy up here. Do you what's your relationship with Dana Carvey? Um I don't know him. I mean, he was in the he was in the back room for a while. I said a couple words to him. Jesus. Well, he's uh Spencer, know. can you talk to me about I I've uh felt obviously that I am mistaken with my use of the word cripple. Uh-huh. But like can you explain to me what is the yeah. right thing to say? Just disabled and not... But you, you, because people, I guess, call people who are in wheelchairs crippled, and that's inappropriate. Well, the best no, way to, is... I don't, it's, yeah, it's across the line now. I thought it was like a Charles Dickens thing. Yeah. Well, it, it was. Yeah, it was a Charles Dickens thing, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, if you live in 18, 1809, you like, can call somebody crippled. Yeah. The, the Society for the Advancement of Handicapped People is not the name for the society oh, I'm trying to talk about. Shit. But that society that I'm trying to talk I would about, never, I I'm would still never... trying to talk about it. It used to be called like the International Society for Cripples, and they changed it. Like, I see. It definitely used to be like that. Like, I would never call a specially abled person... Different, differently abled. Differently abled. Yeah. That, and the last, I'm the last person to be put to task for this, and I have, I obviously have made myself a target. We keep, but we, we keep moving thing. the, uh, we keep moving the goalpost, and I think we do it because it, uh, we do it for the best reasons in the world. We, 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 we are all against, as human beings, we're all against dehumanization. So the minute that you, we come up with a word that can sum up anybody. And people start to use it to refer to people, uh, like as a group, as an object. Then we start to get uncomfortable, so we move the goalpost, and we go like, "Let's let's shake things up." Give it more words. Absolutely, I'm an idiot. I thought that cripple just referred to like when you 
can't move it is. temporarily, it is. It is. then it's, you're crippled. That's not the problem. You're talking about crippled. fashion versus stupid. linguistics. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. The word retarded was fine for a long it's time. It's also technically accurate. It's just not the right one to use. The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Uh, my grandma calls black people colored people. The, the, to the extent that the, 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 that there's a institution, institutions move more slowly. You can't. What are you going to do? Are we going to change? the NAACP uh, it, it, it's and I don't think there's anything wrong with the word colored but like, like words take on it's just like 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 they they adhere to social customs and so my grandma looks out the window and she goes there's a colored fella on the corner and, and, and they she should know better well, she, she doesn't think she's doing anything you, you wrong you call people cripples <laughs> It's, it's, Tell people it's, who are temporarily disabled cripple. I didn't realize this is it was my a biggest thing. problem it's a with it's a policing problem. language. It's a... Is because what have we learned from fucking policing language? We keep changing our language, and we keep not changing the class system. We keep not changing the way we live our fucking life. We keep not changing the way things are. Yeah, so my but... grandma looks out the window and goes, "There's a colored guy on the corner." Oh well, let's make the word "colored" bad. That'll change my fucking grandma. No, it will. Will not change my grandma. Death will change my grandma. I think colored, colored. Let's come up with a new name for death. Let's kill your grandma. Yeah. She's a buried person. Yeah. She's. And now it's yeah. over. Problem solved. She's but nothing ki- other than that will solve the fucking problem. And nothing other than violence has ever solved any fucking problem ever. You do. You, you, you don't change shit society. behind a, a fucking curtain. He's yelling if at society. voting was powerful, it would be illegal. Do you guys want to get to my... If voting was powerful, it would be illegal. <laughs> Dan... But th- that being said, That's leave me out of yeah. your evolution. I'm, I'm a millionaire, and I would really like to. I'd like to. Uh, I, 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 I have a golden doodle, and I'd like to die in peace. You just earlier tonight told a story of kicking a homeless guy out of your parking lot. Yeah. I, I felt terrible. Not terrible enough. Yeah, you, oh, but yeah. that guy should have voted better. Right? Right? If he had voted right, he'd be allowed to sleep in a fucking parking lot. Wrong. No, you should have stopped that happening. I couldn't fucking stop it. Yeah, you could have. You, yeah, you could have. You should have stopped that. How many fucking countries do we invade? <laughs> don't, don't, don't change the subject. We're not weird, talking about invading countries. Every four years. No. I'm going to vote this for the guy today. with the red hat. No, no, the guy with the blue hat. Meanwhile, you didn't, you didn't boom, boom, real- Middle East. Boom, 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 boom. Bombs, 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 boom. Doesn't fucking matter. It's called a fucking empire. We 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 play a game in this country. We fucking you hang out. We made, have a great time. You could have made an impact. You could have made a difference with that guy, and you didn't. Dana Carvey's really funny. I fucking love that guy. He never did anything wrong to anybody. I'm, I'm going to go home tonight broken hearted because he's thinking about Wayne's World 2? He's a fucking hero, man. He never did anything wrong. I heard that he stopped someone getting arrested in a parking lot once. <laughs> I bet he would. I bet Dana Carvey would stop somebody. For, I, Camille, uh, yeah. how are you? What's, what's life like as a, as a handsome Pakistani heir? 
Pakistani air? Oh, oh, Pakistani. Oh, I thought yeah, you, I like I'm an heir to something. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was going to say handsome millionaire shit. because in my mind, you know, when you, when you do a lot of stuff, you equate that with a lot of money, but that's rude. Fucking government is bullshit. <laughs> it's a fucking fundamental lie. Have you ever talked to anybody whose job is to tell other people what to do? Fuck those people. They've no, they, if, like, 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 run your life through this acid test. Talk to everybody that you've ever talked to. What's your fucking job? If it's only telling other people what to do, fuck you. Fuck that person. Government's bullshit. All right. Isn't that what, you what you're doing now, though? You're telling people... No, I'm telling them to go run and be to flip over cop cars and burn stuff. I'm saying, leave me... Leave my mansion alone. I was on your side. I have a golden doodle, and I love him. I just... I'm 41. Leave me out of it. But you're 25. Burn down the fucking White House! Go do it! Set Dan, shit on fire! But leave Dan, me out of it. Leave Dan me out and of I, it. Dan and I did an improv show last night. The vibe is so different from when Dana Carvey was on stage. Yeah, it's become he's a, he's more a people yelly. Pleaser. Yelly. The vibe is so different. I would put him in charge. Uh, Dana Carvey would be the poet laureate of the moon colony. I would, go, I would, I would come out and I would go, No shoelaces! Dan, where is And then this? I would go, now the church lady. And he'd come out and go, ah, special. <laughs> Dan, there's obviously this angry energy boiling up inside you. Do you know where that's coming from right now? Oh, is this, is this couples counseling stuff? <laughs> I'm excited. Camille always comes to our sessions, by the way. Yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of am like the hype man for their sessions. Like... <laughs> I would, yeah, tell I would actually yeah, be very yeah. into that. If That's <laughs> right. Yeah, tell me how you feel. Yeah. yeah. No. A moat. <laughs> All right, what were you... Uh, uh, you were asking Kumail how his career was going? Oh, right? no, you... Was, well, uh, I did ask two questions. Fucking government. <laughs> what did the government I do? I'm very... I, I was... I was Dan, I was wondering how Camille's travels were, and then I also asked Dan where his asked I asked Dan where his anger was coming from. I remember that. <laughs> Dan, we, did you, I, I have you, a question for Jeff. All right. If if we're, we're moving on, but if we're not, let's stay in. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I saw. I'm bringing up a different thing. I saw a Throwback Thursday picture that you posted of you at 11, the most fuckable 11 year old boy I've ever seen. You are were a gorgeous kid, and you're a gorgeous man. But like at 11, you look like that. No wonder you're going around talking to strangers. Face like a china plate. Uh, Honestly, I don't mean that in a bad way. My mom told me my my nose looked like an eggplant, and I didn't know what it was. And so she took me to the store and pointed it out. You carry the lead with your origin story. <laughs> so I don't want to talk to anybody. But you, that's a, that picture. Have you guys seen this? Hashtag fucking eyes like child. sapphires. <laughs> it's his eye. His eyes are like sapphires. Such confidence. His cheekbones I, are like you peaked, God you peaked, you sculpted a mountain for around. pedophiles. And uh, you peeked in that catalog. He does have amazing cheekbones. <laughs> amazing cheekbones. I mean, I don't want this to sound weird, but the way. What happened to you? What happened to you? I fell apart, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, 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 
when I was when I was at that age, I was modeling. I was, I was in New York doing a, uh, doing a play. I was uh, uh, doing the, the King, King and I. The King and I. You were also modeling. I didn't know this. Yeah. So what uh, are boy modeling poses? Well, but that picture was. <laughs> and was it private? <laughs> He's doing it right now. All right, now. Dan is. Or <laughs> Jeff cheer. is doing a cheer. But right. this picture was modeling, right? This was like a it, catalog. It was a it was a centerfold of a New York, New York Times magazine. You're for sure smizing. Smizing? You're smizing. Uh, smiling with your eyes. You're smizing. And you're also you're, you're looking right now. you're looking through the in your smizing? I think but, the very special thing about your child photography photos is that they are very sexual because it looks like you're looking through the camera and you're like, yeah. Definitely I, sexual. No, I, I was Go te- for it. Definitely. Like there's some kind of like super sexual that. child. You're yeah. very yeah. sexual. The answer is no, but talk to me about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a terrible thing to say. I, You're an adult now, so it feels okay. okay. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna You're post, asking for it is what I, I'm I'm going to post a couple other photos, like uh, on coming, uh, upcoming uh, Thursdays. I'm coming. <laughs> Spencer, Spencer, please don't come on 11-year-old me. I do think that when Spencer comes, that's how it sounds. I, I'm coming. All right. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. Uh, 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 that after, happens. After Spencer has sex with a woman, he says... That happened. That uh, happened. Yeah. That happened. And, well, and then he goes to the fridge. Yeah, it's just it's a, weird because... A it's critical utter, hit. Other than that, it's utter, utter silence. It's just... That happened. <laughs> I'm coming. Well, also... That happened. Maybe, maybe also when the girl does something a little inventive, you're like, eh... And you do some sort of action with your hands, which yeah. symbolizes rolling a dice, and you're like, yeah, okay. Not effective. <laughs> and when she's like, my parents are coming, you're like, you're metagaming right now. You're metacoming. If, she says, if I did this, would you like it? And he goes like, yeah, no. Metagaming. <laughs> All right. Well, enough, enough Guys, this about is cool, Spencer's sex. When I some of the times when I was just, had you already had sex at that age? No, I I, I lost my virginity at tw- twenty four years old. I was twenty four. I was twenty four. Nerd alert! That's not true. What? You mean like? But, but did you leave, lose it to 20 showgirls? Like, what do you yeah. mean? Are you talking Wait, about anal Jeff. sex? What do you mean? <laughs> what I, do you mean? Okay, I, I, I had never put my penis inside a woman until I was 24 years old. Why? Huh? Huh? Why? Why? Not that that's a bad thing. It's surprising just because he's a con- Casanova. I was a late bloomer. I, 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 but no, we saw you as an 11-year-old. <laughs> I... I look at that picture of you at eight and I'm like, I want to sit on that eight-year-old's face. Uh, No, it's it's true. I felt the same way. We've all... Jeff's sexuality at eight surpasses sexuality. It's a... I I just... I bet if, yeah, if that happened, the judge would be like, I kind of see that. (laughs) I get it. I get it. I, I... I, 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 I see the victim in my chambers. <laughs> I, I, and, and could he please wear that windbreaker? Also, hashtag rape culture. Yay, Harmontown. Good night. I, uh, um, I'm very glad you weren't wh- wh- raped. When I, when I was thinking, uh, I, I feel raped right now. Uh, when, when I was four years old... Well, uh, you maybe, asked for it. Maybe... maybe uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have worn those eyelashes if I. Uh, uh, I, would, I, would, I was just. Yeah, the eyelashes. Eyelashes. Talked about the, the eyelashes. eyelashes. <laughs> by by a round of applause, uh, who has seen Jeff Davis at eight years old? I mean, Jeff. He's eleven. Eleven was. This was eleven. The picture yeah. I saw was eleven. Oh, so it's. But fun. I mean, do you hear? <laughs> do you hear that applause? Who here? And be honest. Who has seen uh, Dan Harmon at eight years old? I mean, there's a reason. I there's a, a reason. I wasn't an actor. I wasn't a... Yeah, and ten years after that, he was asking his mom if he was handsome. <laughs> when, I, when I was four, I, I think I was not even quite, not quite four, like maybe, maybe like almost four, uh, when I went to uh, preschool, and the first day of preschool... Uh, it's the first time as a, as, a, as a human being I was around other kids that you didn't know. You went to a building, there was other kids. Sure. And I remember it very vividly. And when, when the class was over, we took na- naps and we drew on chalkboards. <laughs> and, we did and then when it was over, we all ran out. And, or, on, like, when, the, when, the, when the day was over, all the parents were outside. And there was a big like, grass lawn. And all the kids, we all ran out like bats coming out of a cave. Because we, <laughs> so, we were so wound up from being around other, other human beings our age. You had to have a popsicle. And, and I, I ran around <laughs> the circle. And I ran up to this, it's gross. That's disgusting. I ran up to uh, this uh, girl, Patri- Patria Beth Hayes. And she was a little, little blonde girl, four years old. I just went up to her and I just fucking Clark Gabled her, grabbed her by the back of the head, leaned her over and kissed her, <laughs> like Gone with the Wind style, and then pushed her down in the grass and ran off. <laughs> and that's kind of been my MO since then. That's been... That's your dating history. Yeah, it really yeah. is. That's, that's definitely that's, not romantic. All, so you, you, you can insert... 20 years between the kissing and the pushing down, but that's basically what we're all doing. Yeah. I, 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 got, uh, I, got, I got a big laugh out of the adults. And then, like, when The King and I started, when I was nine, when I, when I got into The King and I. You've been doing that for years, you did that? I did it for, <laughs> from nine through 11. Uh, like, age nine, and with clothes, I was 11 years old. And uh, I, I did it at the Pantages here in LA when I was nine. And there were seven girls that were uh, the, the the kids in the show, like the, the seven like like Asian girls that were the king's daughters, and there were seven Asian boys that were the king's sons. And then we went on tour. Wait, For, where did you fall into that? Um, I was. He was an Asian kid. There, there's, 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 there, there's one white kid in the King and I, the, the son of Anna. Oh, uh, you're the one white kid too, huh? <laughs> Everything's no. so easy for Jeff. <laughs> Did you feel that? Did I, you know I, you were the only white I, kid? Was no, that a no, thing? You're, you're a kid, and uh, we, uh, we weren't racist. Uh, I, when I was, uh, there was also my understudy was white, and I went through seven understudies in that year and a half because it was hard to keep a kid uh, to be like the white kid that had to put on really bad Asian makeup every every night. Like they they made him look orange, really, and then like, wait, like slanty eye makeup and shit. It was really shitty. What? Wait, 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 wait! Don't move on from this. We're still here. Yeah. So, but you were playing a white kid. Yes. But your understudy had to play an Asian kid. Why? Because they had a free kid on the set. Oh, they so they would just oh, be like, all right, so he They're could like, be anybody. They're like, we got the Rick, yeah. Ricky, Mickey Rooney. Uh, and, and also, he, the, the makeup, yeah, the, the, there was no making any of these these, these kids Did look. Did you have to be white for a narrative reason? or the, yeah. the, the story of the king and I is a is a British woman goes to Siam, uh, what is now Thailand, to instruct the king of Siam uh, in like modern, like Western ways. And right. so they, it's and, like and Apocalypse they ha- Now, the story, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's like it's like the boring uh, dinner scene in Apocalypse Now. Like if you just took the shitty parts <laughs> the, of Apocalypse the, in now. Redux, yeah. There's but, a teacher. So, so we would go from town to town, and, we, and the kids would range from like 
six and seven years old up to 13. And so we traveled with seven uh, kids. Uh, and we would go to a town to be seven new girls every city we went Were to. Were any of them crippled? Huh? <laughs> Don't derail. So we go to town. And so the girls wouldn't travel with you, but the boys would? Well, no, Don't no, derail. No, I'm asking. You terrible. are not allowed to tell people to Stop do something derailing. you do constantly. I'm the derail master. Seven kids traveled... Three of them were boys, four of them were girls, and then we would get like 14 new kids, half of which were, you know, like okay, boys sure. and girls. So we would ha- I would have a dressing room, and there would be little girls, and we would just play Truth or Dare. We invented the game. No one had taught us this. We invented, invented the game. Jeff, you did not invent invented it. the no. game. In your head, your life this is makes for- sense. Yeah, you think you're Forrest Gump. No, but, but, no, but here's the thing. And then the world said thank you we, we for the game. No, no, nobody, nobody taught us how to play Truth or Dare, but we played a game that is absolutely Truth or Dare without anyone having taught us. I <laughs> Do you feel like you hey, invented on. that game? Uh, well, for us, we did, because we didn't have... It was not, That's fine. It was not, but for the world... So you, so you guys called it Deeble or Durble. <laughs> Aaron, a guy's walking out on crutches. You want to say anything? Uh, why so crippled? <laughs> you, you're good. Like you do what you want, man. You don't. Are, have you, to are stay you going here. to the bathroom? I was just gonna get some chips. Did you? <laughs> He's gonna you, get some you chips. You hurt your leg. Can I guess? You hurt your leg skateboarding. You ran into a stair. So he's a cripple because it's a temporary thing. We really have no, to we get that. No, we get that. Aaron, that's not how it works at all. I am, uh, that's not how it works. All right, hang on. So, so, so look, I, I want to go back to this. I was talking to Someone somebody. Get this guy. I, I was talking I, to somebody I else. I take that back. I don't, don't so, want to be the person behind that right, fight. Jeff, Jeff, come on. Jeff's talking about fucking four-year-olds. As, as, as a kid, <laughs> we, we would make out. Now, I made. I was a kissing bandit all throughout my life. I kissed everybody. I was like, like and then I just never had sex until I was 24. However, when I was four years old in preschool... Um, All right, take it easy. <laughs> he got the chips that he said he was going to get, and now he's opening them, and... Well, it's expected. It's I so think. loud. Where did he, he, first of all, how did he get the chips so fast? He's crippled. Yeah. No, don't call, him, don't call him crippled. This is the loudest a, chips no, I've ever no, heard. That's an antiquated phrase. Yeah, you're like surprised. There's, 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 a, there's, a, there's a line for chips for just for handicapped people. It's way closer. Did, did the so, mic? Did the mic pick that I up? Those are I've the never loudest said chips. that out loud. I thought that that was just Jeff. I'm so sorry. Please but continue the story. You just interrupted the thing for the thing. It's chips. This jalapeno. Kid, yeah, those are the best. Wait, jalapeno? No more for this kid. This this kid. This kid. He lived his life. You he hurt his into, leg. You ran he opens chips stair. loudly. You ran into a stair. That, that's no what someone says when, they, for him. when, they, when they've been abused. Someone says, oh, I, I, "I fell into a door." <laughs> You ran into a stair? What kind of bullshit story? I don't think abusers hit people's feet. You know? I work probably. Did you think that you didn't think the stair was there and you're like, this is just a hallway? I mean, you thought it was a hallway and you just ran into the hallway and then you're like, oh no, this goes up. Like, what? It was like Looney Tunes. Someone drew floor on the stairs (laughs) and he just ran into it. Really, when you say I ran into a stair, that's not acceptable information. <laughs> I'm sure the doctor was like, mm, all right, I think it's go. fine. Otherwise, next week, there's going to be eight people with crutches opening chip bags really loudly, and they're going to be like, What about me? Can I be famous? I don't think that will um, happen. Okay, so, so you, were, you, were, okay. you invented Truth or Dare. No, you no, were no, kissing no. girls. We, 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 uh, my, my friend, uh, my, the guy that played the prince, the, uh, the Asian, the, there's two ma- kid leads in The King and I. Oh, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, he's eating them loud, too. Did you hear, did you hear that fucking crunch? Dan, you're not allowed 
to to say we can't no, talk wait, about you know, it anymore. It's not and my then fault. Bring your attention it's not back. my fault. You're a fucking monster. Did you hear the fucking crunch on this guy? Yes. Is there a mic on him? It's like a Pringles commercial. It's so loud. What flavor is that? They're jalapeno. It's so loud. I don't want to derail the whole thing, but this, on a this, this man with the crutches looks like he was a very handsome child. It's a, he, he still is. He still is a handsome child. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a handsome child. <laughs> so, guys, no. Uh, just, all right, everybody be quiet and just eat one more chip. Just be, be, Everybody be dead quiet. Shh. That's fucking loud. They're potato chips. Can you hear that in America? In the podcast audience? Yeah, he has a... Uh, do you have an was, amplifier in your mouth? What's going on? Your I'm mouth assuming... is the perfect shape for projecting sound out. He's a, he's a, he's a Foley artist. So it's like amazing. Yeah, he's a Foley artist. <laughs> All right, so no, I want to go back to this. Okay, so right, truth or right, dare. Chip. You've invented truth no, no, or dare. Well, well, my friend Doug, the, the, the other kid, and I, uh, he, he, he also fucking Doug Clay, that guy. He was so great. He was like, I was 11, he was 13, and he, uh, he, would, he jerked off in front of us. Nice. And, great uh, story. All right, let's do D&D. All right, well, thanks for coming tonight, folks. I uh, hope you enjoyed Jenna Carvey. Okay, but we were, we were kids... Uh, uh, but hang on. So when, when I was four, when I was four years old. Also, no, no, no. Finish the jerk off story. Hang on, no, no. That, that's that's the Wait, beginning. How of old were you? I was eleven. <laughs> He's just talked about this before. Hang on. Early, yeah. When I was nine, he ten, and eleven years old, we would be we had dressing rooms, and we would all the, the, the way the truth or dare started was, um, I I had like a halls like mental you were like what room. shall we do with our time? <laughs> I had, I've got an idea. <laughs> I, I, I had a cough drop. We just knew there were, there were boys and there were girls. And then we all knew we didn't know what was going on. We just knew that something must happen. There was, there, there was that's what I said. Yeah. So something I would gotta give. I would take a cough drop, and Kathy or or Yvette, the girls that were in the show, and they, 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 they were nine years old, like I was. And they, they, we, we would lay on top of each other, and then we would pass a cough drop from one mouth to the other. Jesus Christ! Yeah. It's what sexy, you... except these names are like from a math textbook. So. <laughs> The, uh, you don't know any Yvette's really, but you read Yvette I mean, look, uh, uh, has an idea about the How about Patria? Patria Beth was a fucking great name. Uh, but Yvette was, oh my God, so so cute. <laughs> oh, she could suck so, a cough drop. Uh, <laughs> she could suck a menthol off a lozenge. Uh, so uh, so our, our, tutor, our tutor, who was this very beautiful uh, woman named uh, Bridget, uh, she told our parents, we have to give these kids sex education. We're, we were all like, the average age was nine years old. So you guys are just going around, laying we're, on each other. They, they kept walking into a room, and we would just be, <laughs> yeah, we would just like, be on top of each other making out. Yeah, it's like frog DNA. Like They found a way. Yeah. <laughs> so, we didn't tell them. So we had to get sex ed. We didn't, we didn't know what sex was. But then later on, when we were like in Washington, D.C., like the tour was kind of ending when I was about 11, we found a bunch of porn mags at, under a bed in a hotel room. And we were like, oh, fuck. Like, like, Shit, like, we've been doing this wrong the whole time. <laughs> also, Cough drops. We have tiny dicks. Yeah. Uh, but, so, as a kid, like, no one instructs you how to play truth or death. So then we would dare people to do stuff. That was, I, think, I think it's an organic thing that, that, that children create on their own without any instruction. When I was four years old, um, we played doctor, and I. Jesus guess Christ. what? I was. I, uh, someone is a big fan of four-year-olds. I was laughing hysterically. In the I, I was not I, in that. Come on. We, we, the, the, our teacher, Mrs. Newhouse, would leave the, uh, the the preschool room, 
And there she had a giant oak desk, and we, yeah, I, I, I would take like I, I am I am Je- me and Jeffrey and Craig. We would take a girl, and everybody would watch. It was all around, and she would take her clothes off. What? She, she'd take her clothes off. Everyone and, and, would and, watch. And, and she I would take her clothes. And we, and, and you we, guys are four. And we played doctor. So everybody was watching around, and there, there were there were nurses, and there were other doctors. And so the girl would take her take her clothes off, and I would I would touch her boobs, and I would touch her pussy, and I would touch everything. And go, does, does it hurt here? I, and I was the doctor. We were four. Uh, when you say I would four. touch her pussy, yeah, these are all doctor terms. I, was, I mean, do you <laughs> playing doctor? He's when playing you, doctor. He's not uh, nearly old enough to be a doctor. When you would touch what the medical community but, refers to as a pussy, but it wasn't. It was. It wasn't. Did, was it like a? Like what? Or was it a like? Or was it a? push it? Did you put your hand and then push pressure? Like when they check for the gallbladder? Like I would say, I would, I would like touch your stomach and go. Does it hurt here? We're playing because we'd always at four years old. Does it hurt here? Shut the fuck up! Let me finish the story. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's not a long story. Fucking, just be a naked girl, and I would go. Does it hurt here? Does it, it just, we just lightly touch people, and, and it wasn't sexy. We just knew that there was boys and girls were different, and we're just old enough to recognize those differences. So we invented for for us playing doctor. Wait, uh, that's that's a thing that kids do. That's like two games right. now. Well, I can understand. <laughs> what, uh, I invented four corners. I don't know if you've all played that. <laughs> What's I don't know four corners. I was the first one to say, "See you later, alligator." <laughs> My brother told me he invented peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> he told me he fucking invented it. And I knew he was lying. And had no choice. And then after I mastered peanut butter, I moved on to fruits. Yeah. So, so the teacher would walk back in the room and there would be Gloria naked under the desk and me and Jeffrey, Kim and Craig were just like... like, were like, just like was oh. it always Gloria or different ones? It was different every time. Oh. Fuck you. Fuck so, you. Fuck you. No, no, no. Uh, what? Not, not Fuck Jeff, but like no, you, fuck him. He got more fucking no, trim Jeff, in Jeff, third no. grade. Trim? What the trim. fuck is nineteen sixty nine? Trim. That erases me saying cripple. Um, trim. I'm joking. I'm joking. Trim. You, I, really? You guys are gonna boo the use of the word trim? Well, it's not a desirable no, at that what, age. What, what is it? What is a four year old? You can't call it trim. Really. Jeff, Jeff, I, this, this may be. All right, you, you okay. can, but Jeff, you can pass on this question. But you we said you lost you. your virginity at 24. Yes. We're hearing about all these sexual experiences that, that you had, and you don't have to answer this, but like, do you, in like in a, in a few sentences, could you quantify why maybe you lost your virginity at 24? Because obviously, well, you're a very I- sexy man. Not- um, yes, I, I can't tell. That was a tepid response. Yeah, really. <laughs> It was a little late. I think it was, a, it was a response to me, not to Jeff. But I, I look back on those on, on like junior high and high school as times when if I knew what was going on and if I could have read uh, the signals, you were too busy inventing games. Well, you were, <laughs> weren't you? You were Christian, weren't you? Christian older. It, it, so, so first it was me being like late bloomer and being terrified of girls, and also I, there was a girl I dated when I was a sophomore in high school. No, I was a freshman. She was a sophomore. You fuck you. No. That's what I'm uh, saying, and everyone booed me because I used the wrong word. But fuck yeah, him. you said trim to refer to a four-year-old. They should. Yeah. Do All right, that. okay. I misstepped. I made a misstep. But I'm still a good guy. Yeah, you're a good, you're a good guy. It was it's just... getting more action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word action. No, the, we're all I, on your side. I never, I, I never kissed her. Her name was Ursula. Oh, by the way, I, she you was, just did it in math textbooks. Uh, she, she was a cheerleader yeah. and she was very beautiful. She and had I, five and I was, apples. I was terrified of her. <laughs> I did, math, math textbook, Joe. Yeah. 
I, I, I never. She also wanted to know never, how long a train would take to get. There. We we never even kissed. I had girlfriends that I never kissed because I thought. And so uh, my my brother's friends who were two years older than me, uh, said uh, then I said. Uh, uh, it was this guy? What was his name? Fucking asshole! Yeah, really tall. It was probably uh, Jamal. His name was Kevin. Uh, okay, or Kevin's he, also a textbook. He, he, he comes up and he goes, like, "He's like, so you 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 fucking Ursula?" I'm like, "No, sir!" <laughs> like, like, like the very idea. Like, like, like I, I thought that to have sex with girls would, would be the the highest insult that they wouldn't want it. They, like, they, 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 it's only I thought oh, as yeah. a kid that's only something that guys wanted to do to girls. And girls are like, no. And they're like, 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 like that's really rude. Like, no. Uh, so I was, I was yeah. a really, really late rude. Lover. Then in college, I, I can't want... think of anything ruder you could do it to. Is a girl. Ru- it's rude to have sex with a woman. It is rude. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize every time. <laughs> I, it's really, it, it really is. It's like it's that's rude. So sorry. That, that shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, oh, I go like, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you and sorry. <laughs> I absolutely do feel that way. Yeah. I get, I get, I get, I get done and I go, thank you. Sorry, sorry about that. But, but then, yeah, I bow a, out and I walk backwards out of the room. I go and get a but towel. There, there's a, a visualization of your animal person. So sorry. Uh, it's it's we're ashamed of ourselves. Wait, wait. wait but but then, then I went through an, uh, like a born again. How long did phase. you date Ursula? Like for forty five minutes, like oh. like like no time at all. Oh, she steal your voice. Is there, there's no clock behind you. Uh, what t- what time is it? 940? Okay, we're overdue for D&D. We're going to start D&D. Thank you for all of that. This show brought to you by four-year-old trim. (laughs) I'm sorry I used the word trim. It's a gross word. Trim? Trim? No, I'm sorry I used the word. (laughs) And I want to apologize on part of Kamal for using the C word. I didn't use Uh, the C word. Colored? We'll see. Oh, colored. My bet was that you said that word. Um, <laughs> oh, there's a Tylenol with codeine. I... Oh, don't, that's that just got He's mixed in it. there. It did. But Spencer announced that he would never return at the last in the last session, right? Well, I he disappeared. Uh, he used his amulet also, of let's shadow. Let's hear it for Spencer as Tylenol with codeine in the last episode. It's amazing. That was good. The best thing ever. All right. Thank you. Give me some. Give me. Give me some quirks. So and, you were uh, like, uh, I don't want to get into. You were born again for how long? Just real quick. Just tell me the year, and we won't talk about three, it. Three, four years. Like, okay. And, in uh, your teen years. And it's, so, so then I was like, then was I was your like, family st- into it. I, I had never had sex, so I became abstinent. But I, I, I was abstaining from something that I accidentally abstained from a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then uh, I would date girls, and they were like, "You really like foreplay?" I was like, oh, that's, "That's all you're gonna get." <laughs> <laughs> so says Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus oh, says man. dry humping is okay. I was I was abstinent and in a similar program called True Love Waits, and uh, my excuse I, I never did what? any for True Love Waits. You were in a thing called True Love Waits. Yeah, like, like, and look like what a, she waited for. <laughs> Amazing. Bro, bro, God must be bro, so bro. happy. The True program, Love The program's not called uh, True Love Waiting pays off. <laughs> yeah, True Love should have waited a little bit longer. Yeah, True Love. True Love could have held out. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right, Spencer, would you take us away? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, boy. 
When we last met, our heroes had just fended off flaming goblins and gem bugs in the purple canyons. After looting a power stone, the robot baby was activated, who the game gang dubbed Logi due to its damaged logic core. The baby spoke of a place that it was designed to locate, although it was not designed to locate it very effectively. And the damaged logic core prevented it from recalling what or where it was looking for. But as they spoke, Sharpie smelled a funky sack and realized his bag was ablaze. He emptied its contents, a flaming goblin named Justin, and after some interrogation determined that the robot's power core was from the Air City, home of technological wonders and flying machines. The gang was unsure of how to proceed, but... But Justin suggested they get some arrowhawks. Then Tylenol with codeine piped up and disappeared right afterwards. So it was off to Rosebrook, a nearby village susceptible to pillage to plan their next move. But could our heroes truly reach the Air City? Where was the said city? The Air City! And what dangers might Rosebrook hold? And what of the robot baby? Find out now on an all-new Harmon Town Time. That's good shit, Spencer. So I know that was very good. It occurred to me while I was writing it that it's very hard to summarize all the weird shit that happened. Yeah. Well, we don't last usually episode. listen. So what? Oh, what, I what, know. <laughs> I mean, it's not for you guys. It's for. I don't know who it's for, to be honest. Yeah, because they could rewind and listen to it. Oh, no, they know what's going on, yeah. chances are. I mean, they know so much better than us. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, why don't you use the rope you're holding? <laughs> I feel like, like I just I'm not holding a rope. I'm drunk. Okay, so the, 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 Dan, you the, the, should listen to it. The town is called Rose Book, Rose Brook. Yeah, I think I called it Rose Book. Let's just call it Rose Book in the okay, last episode. So are, are we in a Rose Book or are we, are we on our way to Rose Book? You're on the way to Rose Book. Well, we, we got like outside it. Yeah, right? there's or, this, this. You saw the city. Uh, you could see it. You can yeah, see it far off. You're right by a town that says Rosebook. Because the, the, the baby's the... walking with us. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he walks by himself. Well, I don't know. I think someone was carrying him. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll carry him. Oh, no, I have the I have the baby. I think my, is my mic working still? Yeah, I, yeah. What? Okay. I just sounded different. Yeah, it did for a bit. <laughs> huh? It did for a bit. It's good now. Okay. Um, oh, that. What oh. is happening? Yeah. Um, They're trying to solve the problem. Just... I have the baby. The baby's mine. <laughs> Pardon. Um, Tenacious D was here? Yeah. The fucking Soupy Just Sales came sick. out? What? Yeah. <laughs> soupy Sales. Uh, yeah. D. Martin did yeah. a ditty. We had, uh, you weren't here. You, you slept in. I did. I had, I, had a, I had a great nap. All right. So you're carrying the baby. I'm going to yeah. walk alongside you in case you get tired. Okay. For give, her, sure. give her the baby, Krista Berg. She wants to hold the baby. And we're I mean, you and I are of the same mindset. Krista Berg, if you and I could have an aside. Sure. Shit. Um, I, up until this point, have been chaotic good, has been my scuba-doo. Mantra? Uh, affiliation. My Al- alignment. Alignment. Scuba-doo. Also known as scuba-doo. I like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling chaotic bad. Oh. Oh, then you don't... I'm not going to give you the baby. No, no, no. I don't want to hurt the baby. I just want to be selfish and do things this that is, are... These are not good arguments to okay. get the baby. Well... I'm watching this conversation no, you're not. from a bush you and I'm jerking it. off. Okay? Like, is that uh, what you want? 
Like well, that's what, what I'm going to do. Like maybe, I, maybe I said this incorrectly. What I'm trying to say is I know that you've gotten a lot of flack for the baby. For wanting to get the baby. He's jacking off like one of Jeff's 13-year-old friends. I, I, I'm just saying that I, I am on your side when it comes to wanting Great. to take care of All right. Well, off. let's... let's uh, you're in a trial period. I'm going to have the baby, but we'll see. And if you're okay... Do you hear something? <laughs> no, right? Okay. I mean, it sounds like a trash can moving around. Okay, so you uh, you can be you can uh, if you're good, I'll let you have the I'm baby. Making jello. But yeah, wait. I definitely hear something. How does making jello sound? I think someone's making jello in a trash can and I'm they're gonna, moving it around. It just but sounds it like it, but it, and it smells good to them. They're making it and jello. they like the smell of the thing that they're making and they're moving around the trash can. What is gonna make jello? <laughs> I'm gonna go investigate this bush. It just it's moving in a way. I run away. I run to a different bush. I run to a different bush. It's okay. The bush is empty. We're fine. All right. We're All right, fine. well, understand. I just wait. Spencer rolled dice on that. What, what, what did the dice say on that move? Um, well, yeah, I did roll the dice. I did. What happened? He didn't hide very well. He, he was right in that same bush. <laughs> Critical fail. What the fuck, Sharpie? Why, what are you? What? What part of that were you jerking off? What's were going you on? Off about the baby? I'm making Jello. What's happening? Wait, who's that? Oh, hey, who was this guy doing in the bush? He was uh, jerking off while we were talking about who should take care of the baby. Is that normal? No. Oh, good. Oh, you're the baby? Yep. <laughs> baby. I'm sorry, baby. This is not about you. Baby, what's your, baby, what's your name? You guys called me Lodgy. 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 Yeah. Baby, is that the only voice you have? It sure is. It's one of my main voices. Uh, All right, Lodgy, we're uh, fine. Sorry, he was making gel. Stop it! Uh, sorry. We're looking at you. I jerk off during plot points. That's my fetish. I get turned on by plot points. When the story changes direction. That sucks. That's the only thing that can make me come. That sucks. When we need, when we need you most is you're jerking off. That's why, uh, That's what turns me on about it. Well, also, also weird because that wasn't a plot point. Yeah, really? it was yeah. more characterization. Wait, what? It wasn't a plot point. It was just character development. Do right. plot point. Are you are you guys confronting me about a thing that that, that uh, in a big way that that for the first time? Because I'm gonna come in my fucking pants. All right, all right, all right. Nope. I'm not because, gonna say because that's what it's all about I'm for a, me. Uh, you're creating plot points by jerking off, and then the plot point is you jerking off. So. I'm, I'm I into thresholds. I, I walk up and go, guys. It seems like we're really crossing a weird threshold here. <laughs> no, it, no, no, don't, uh, use, don't uh, use that word. <laughs> I'm, I can finish. I don't no. care. Okay, I, it's not. It wasn't meant to be that big a deal. You guys are talking um, about the baby. I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of this. Okay, great. Well, let's, it seems uh, like you very much want to. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm gonna go. Is there a beach nearby? Uh, no. I'd All right, like let's go, go find a beach. <laughs> let's go to the. There's let's go no, to the village. Okay, I start no. masturbating at the idea of them going to a village. Uh, I I need to. Sorry, this is just me, Spencer. What? Making Jello? You just stir a fluid in a bowl. It sounds like uh, a metal yeah. spoon hitting yes, another yes, metal. Yes, exactly. Uh, and th- think about that noise. That sounds nothing like... You are not intimate with Dan Herman. Wait. Oh, okay, sure. It's all She's metal. Right. This is a specific detail. Wait, all, what is the right. noise? It's all metal spoons down there. She's right. 
<laughs> it sounds like stirring up g- gelatinous fluid. It's like, <laughs> with that well, occasional garbage can well, movie. Like, like, uh, everyone's jealousy <laughs> getting away of uh, tonight. I, I take back that I was masturbating. I'm sorry. I want I want Spencer to take. Take let's, control. All right, let's go into the place, the, the Rose Book. Rose Book, all right. Uh, so you're heading towards Rose Book, and you can see. Uh, you no, can, there's nothing important that. here. Don't oh, worry about sorry. it. Nothing's going to happen. Like a, felt like a no, 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 nothing's <laughs> happening. You can see the happy. Nothing's ha- happening. Lo- the stakes are low. You can see the happy little village. Oh, great. It's happy and little, but on the path before you, you see it looks like a stopped uh, horse and carriage surrounded by uh, green-skinned men. On the top of the carriage, there's a little... He must be a gnome or halfling standing on top of it. Like, a, he's swinging a sack like a weapon. Is he? Is his expression friendly? Uh, he, he's, he's back as towards... These him. guys are... It seems like these guys are robbing it. So we should, I think, run up and disrupt this and help the poor man who's being attacked by the green-skinned men. Right? <laughs> Don't you guys... All right, so? yeah, yeah. Christopher, you're, you're, you're sneaky. Uh, um, you, I'll go out and cause a diversion. You sneak up and flank, uh, flank the guy swinging the sack. One we'll... guy can't flank. No, no, no. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go up and get his attention. You flank him around the side. I, I'll flank the other side. And then what do I do? Um, we'll take it from there. We'll okay, take it from all there. right. We'll what fall... is Lodge going to do? Lodgy's with me. Lodgy's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about Lodgy. I hope I get kicked. <laughs> <laughs> he helped, he, what, what did he say? What did he say? Shit, we've. Uh, don't what worry about that. Uh, Lodgy, what'd you say? I hope Nothing. I get kicked. No, you hope you why, get kicked. Lodgy, why do you hope you get kicked? Oh, just things that happened in the past. Yeah, he, he, Jesus Christ, it's fucking horrible. He, no, Wait, no, no, we no, have no. to fix this. That's fine. That's fine. Let's let's fix that. No, then we'll, Lodgy's no, no. fine. He's a baby. He hopes he gets. No, no, kicked. no. He'll fix it. You're not helping. Lodgy, you're jerking off in the corner. It's not. I wasn't jerking off to the kid. I was jerking off to the idea that we I mean, something new not... was happening. All right, the kids. You don't another get to high road us all of a sudden after jerking off in a bush. I go up. I go up. I, I go up to the, uh, to, to the to the to the left side of this. Uh, is it like a like a like a coach kind of thing? Like I go yeah, to the right, yeah. like a stagecoach. I'm imagining. Kid. So I, I run up and go like, what what goes? Um, you see, you see six orcs. They're they're menacing a guy stand, the little gnome man standing atop his carriage. He's like, ah, ah. Help. Sorry, did you say a tapas carriage, like a, a carriage of small plates? He's a top. The a top. He's a, oh, I see. That makes yeah. a lot more sense no, than no, what I, I envisioned. I okay. was mumbling. No, I'm sorry. I'm a real mumble. Christopher, it looks like this. Uh, the, the orcs are attacking this. Uh, this. Yeah, this, we this. should. We should. I could have told you that. I say, uh, that- I, I, I say to the orcs, hey, assholes, uh, you want to fuck with somebody? Pick on somebody his own size, because I'm also short. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, I, and I have the baby, which is also about your size. Right. Like, yeah. you, you, you emerge? Huh? Yeah, where are you? Yeah, I come out too. <laughs> I, I also emerge, and I say, I know the recipe for your deaths. <laughs> okay. I'm, that, uh, yep. I'm gonna, can I hide? I mean, I, uh, where, where's I? I, I Wait, are you going to jerk off? You're going to hide? No, I'm done jerking off. I want to hide in a bush. Why are you hiding in a bush? I want to hide. We, we've, we've, we've made our play. There's a bunch of orcs attacking all a little right, guy. Fine. Okay. All right. I'm all blustery. I go, hey, hey, what do you guys want? Your asses kicked or what? Yeah. I know you're in your fine. refractory period, fine. but try to pull yourself together. <laughs> I don't think he ever came. 
All right. I, I can't. I can't. Okay, buddy. I'm sorry. He has an So the biggest orcs, or the biggest of the orcs, he raises a large golden, what is it? An axe. Large golden axe above his head and brings it down to the floor and his orcs charge. What? See, you guys need to fucking learn how to approach a city. I <laughs> You the, fucking the like, you jer- come jer- up jer- to the hey. door and you go, Dan. Can we come in, Sharpie? I like, don't. You don't need. You this can't is, give us notes right like, now. Like you, you, you walk into a town, and maybe there's going to be bad guys. Like as you walk in. Like so you, on the off chance that there's going to be bad guys, you just roll up and go, "Fuck your mother! Fuck everybody! No. Fuck everything!" Um, uh, I didn't. I, I just said, "Hey, what goes?" And they started attacking me. No, that, that's not what happened. Don't yes, don't revise is. history. That's exactly what happened. We rolled up and we were pricks to them, and they're no. attacking us. I I'm going to kill them. I'm going to kill them all. I. S- I said what goes. Sarcastically. I was just trying to... I saw, I saw a little halfling gnome guy, and I thought, shit, he's in trouble. And I went, yeah. wait, what's, up, what's happening? Yeah. yeah. Now, they're, now they're charging right, us. So get, in the, get in the fight or get out. You just I'm in the fight. S- Did you call me Skenser? Skenser. I mean, I'm fine with it. I like that better. Um, can, I, can I produce my whisper bow? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to fire that at uh, the, the head of... Uh, Orc. Yeah, well, they no, go I for don't. the minions first, right? They'll die easier. Should I, should I hit the minions or the yeah? Main hit guy whoever's first? closest to you. I would say. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire at the minion that's close to me, closest to me. All right, unbelievable. <laughs> you blast an arrow from your bow. You blast two arrows from your bow. The first one smashes him in the face, dealing six damage. We yeah. just got here. We just got to this city. Sharpie, uh, it's, too, it's too late. The, the fight, or, is, the fight it's is happening. It's too late. We, we just too, it's Sharpie, too early. What are you we just doing? got here. You were doing. Start jerking off again. That's what you love. The, going to that orc that you hit in the face, it dies, causing your second arrow to miss. All right. Nice. I say under my breath, adventure. <laughs> A feeling that I've forgotten over this. Someone else go. Voyage. I'll have my ribbon dagger, and I go for the next closest Ruben orc. Dagger? Ribbon dagger? A ribbon dagger. <laughs> like, I'm mishearing uh, everything, and I'm envisioning things. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> so you heard a Reuben. I'll have the Monte Cristo sword and the... <laughs> I love Reuben. Sauerkraut and Thousand Islands. We we, we're not even in the city yet. We're gonna, That's we're, true. We're gonna, Stop complaining. To get in the city, there's bad guys. We're gonna fucking we're gonna loot these people. They're gonna have money. <laughs> Why is you you're fucking raging about the government and jerking off on a bush like like you? Yeah. When did you lose your nerve, Sharpie? Okay. Eight cities ago, I lost my nerve. Kill yourself. So Kill me. So I'm yeah, gonna, and you know I might do that. I might, my my character might go off and kill himself. What do you think about that? I think that's... I don't great. think you have the guts. <laughs> I dare you to go... I dare you to go kill yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll roll the dice for you. Kill everyone. All right. Kill everyone. Let's, 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 the only way you can win is by killing yourself. <laughs> I mean, it's better than there being a problem with everything that's happening at every turn. Do you, do you, you, you guys don't... You guys We're don't. being attacked by orcs right now. We're can, being can attacked we... by... The, we, we came up to the city. Am I so drunk that I don't understand this? I think maybe. Yes. Yeah. yes. We, the answer is yes. Yeah. Spencer, 
like, I, it's Camille's move, right? You're still delivering Camille's dance. We walked up. There was right? a guy being attacked. I, I, Camille okay, so and I decided is, to go help. There was Camille's, absolutely no need to attack me. I was, we're not, we, we didn't attack shit. We walked up and got in a flanking position and said, what the fuck is happening? And they started attacking us. That's what happened. It's true. Also, you jerked off. Spencer, really? Really? Well, well, what do you think happened, Dan? There, were, there, 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 there wasn't a non-conflict resolution to this encounter. No, so, no, no. What I mean, do you think is happening right now in the game? We came up to a city, uh-huh. a brand new city. Yes. And we started attacking them. That's no, what I think happened. We did not. That's not what happened. All right. This is out of turn. Well, but we should I tell produce, them what happened, wait, I already right? Have my, if we're going to delve into it, we walked up. We, we, we walked up. There was a stagecoach with a guy like, like defending himself with a sack over his head, and there were eight orcs attacking him. And I, and I came up and said, hey, what goes? And with, with Krista Berg flanking around the side, and they turned to us and started attacking me. Uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I just, and we and spoke I'm, last night for like 40 minutes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I didn't, I didn't mean to cut Aaron off. I just, we went down this path so long. It's like, why'd you go down it again when we no, could just okay. end can it? I, can I take out my sword? Yeah. Wait, I have my ribbon dagger that I threw. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So you stabbed that guy in the, just the arm, but poison courses through his veins. And he almost instantly just falls down dead. I feel terrible. I feel terrible. I take out my sword. Wait, it's somebody else's turn. No, no, it's, it's her turn now. Oh, okay. I take out my sword. In my pocket, there's a letter. But I take out my sword. <laughs> I stab my eyes. And right. I drag the sword. That's just what's happening. I take the sword and I drag... I stab both of my eyes. I can hardly see. It's in the sword is in my left eye socket. I drag it down to my heart. Oh my god! I get it down to my heart and I mix it around like I'm mixing a cake mix. Like you're making Jello. Like I'm making Jello. And then I drag it down to my stomach and I open up my stomach and I take out my intestines and I make a necklace and I make a little like. Like goodbye, I write goodbye. Wait, this isn't with I, my intestines. I, I, I just, and I die. I thought that we were a. Ch- and I die. He has to roll for it. She has to roll for it. He has to roll. Oh, I rolled I, it. Yeah. I just my only question here's here's my only question. How how hard are you trying to stab yourself in the eyes? I get everything. Real else. hard. Yeah. Okay. Real hard. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to. I am stabbing myself in the eyes. I have a letter in my pocket. But as, as you're doing that, I say to the baby, she would have made a terrible mother. <laughs> That's Hermitown, everybody. Thank you for coming. All right. What a cliffhanger. Rest in peace. I really thought we were just coming up to a city. I should probably drink while I, I No, it's fine. It's a legitimate space. Let's hear it for Tenacious D, who was apparently here. Kamel <laughs> Nanjiani, Aaron McGathy, Spencer Crittenden, Dana Carvey. I'm Jeff. Sorry I was late. Dan Harmon is your mayor. Thanks very much, everybody. We love you. <laughs> 